be um I'll be talking from um, James chapter 1 this morning, so if you want to open up your devices, I'll be reading from verses 1 to 12. Uh, James chapter 1, from verses 1 to 12. You all there? Yep. Uh, James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered amongst the nations. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your, your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. But the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant, its blossoms fall and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they're going about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Please, Lord, please um, just give us insight into this passage this morning, Lord. Help us to gain encouragement from this passage that we can take to our own situations where we're living, what we're doing, what is what is troubling us at the moment, what is hassling us at the moment, and just gain encouragement just to persevere and to honour you in whatever is going on for us, Lord, at this particular time. Lord, I pray this in your name. Amen. So we're starting in James today. We're going through the book of James over the next couple of weeks. It's actually interesting that um, we are following Galatians with James. Because Galatians was all about making sure that we do not add works to our faith. Because it doesn't fit. And then James turns around and says, well, faith without works is actually dead. So... Um, it's going to be good to just to go through this and think this out a little bit. James, who was he? The half-brother of um, Jesus. He was the leader of the church in, in Jer 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 Jerusalem. <laughs> Get us, spit it out, boys. Spit it out. Yeah. So, um... And um, James is writing to the 12 tribes. To the 12 tribes who have been scattered throughout the then-known world under persecution. So 
So there are people, they are, they are refugees. They're a minority group. They would be very poor. They would be struggling to find somewhere to actually live, to, to lay their heads down, to actually make sure that they had food to eat overnight. They would feel persecuted. They would feel like they were, they didn't really fit where they were, they were living. They would stand out for, I don't know what it is, they would, they would just stand out. They would not feel comfortable at all, at all where they were. And then James writes to them, and the first thing he says to these people, who he knows who they are, consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds. How many of us actually consider it pure joy when we're in the middle of something that is hassling us, in the middle of a trial? Not always an easy place to be. It was um, very interesting this last week. I was on holidays with um, the extended O'Brien family, which includes my daughter, and just seeing her juggled two kids, a baby and a little and a little toddler. And life just seems busy, lack of sleep, sometimes no sleep, crying babies, trying to trying to pacify them, and then trying to cope with the other pressures of life which come on. Trying to well Tian this week was trying to trying to organise a hub meeting this morning <laughs> which she was she was running. In the, in, the, in the midst of, of all that. I was trying to think back, were we actually like that? When I, when I look at you guys juggling two kids, three kids, whatever, and trying to do the rest of life in the midst of that, that is not an easy place to be. Not an easy place to be. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face these trials of many kinds. I don't know where you, where you sit in all that. I was thinking of a, I was reminded of a trial which we're going through at the moment. Where um, we're hearing in a roundabout sort of way that our boys, uh, Corey and Shannon, don't think that we exposed, that didn't really expose them to all the different options as far as faith goes. And that they are seeking it now and they feel like they're the only ones who are seeking out all the options with their eyes wide open. And yeah, I'm probably the first, yeah, I'm guilty as charged. The only real thing that we exposed them to as parents was, was Jesus, was the, um, was the Christian, Christian faith. Definitely guilty as charged. I just hope and I pray that they do what they say they're going to do and explore all the options. Because I'm confident that our faith will stand up. Well, when, it, when they explore all the options, they will see that Jesus is the answer, that he is the way, that he is the truth, that he is the, 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 the life. Now, I don't know what you guys are going through at the moment as far as trials go. What is actually hassling you? What is on... What is what is there in front of you that is putting pressure on you? 
but it is having a work in you. It is causing your faith to deepen, to grow, that as you persevere, that you are getting stronger. I was, when you, when you're building, say you're building a house and you want to have one of these indoor, outdoor areas, and you want to have this big, open sort of plan thing here, big doors that open out onto nothing. Well, if you're going to do that, you've got to do something with the, with the structure. You've got to put big metal beams in there to hold the weight, to hold the weight of all the tiles and the roof coming coming down on onto that space, to hold the wind loads, to hold when, the, when it rains, when the tiles get wet and get heavier still, that it all still stands up. Now, when you go and buy these beams, you go and you look for that there's going to be stamps on them or some sort of authorization that this stuff has actually been tested. That when the when the trial, when the when the tough stuff comes on, that is going to stand up. And how do you test that? Do you test that by just making it and saying, "Oh, yeah, that'll work." No, you put some pressure on it, you put some weight on it, you put some stress on it, you twist it, you bend it, you pull it. If you want to test the integrity, you get two bits of metal and you put them together and you weld it. You want to test the integrity of that weld, the integrity of that joint. How do you do it? By saying, yeah, she'll be right, mate. And you put some pressure on it, you twist it, you bend it, you move it. How is your faith going to be developed? How is our faith going to be developed? by putting pressure on it, by seeing if it does actually stand up when the tough time comes. Sometimes the things that come on us are too hard. The stuff that life brings just doesn't seem to be fair. Chronic sickness, death of a child, accidents that happen. James says he identifies that and he says that if you're struggling with the trial which you're going through trying to make sense of it, then to ask for wisdom. And when you ask, what does he say? It's conditional. He says, you cannot doubt. For someone who doubts is like a wave in the sea that gets blown back and forth by the wind and you get blown around with this way and that way and you won't know what to believe. And that person should not expect to actually receive anything from, from, from God. So when we ask, if you're struggling with something that we can't seem to make sense of, I ask for wisdom, but there's got to be in your mind an expectation even though you might, might not be making sense but I, well, no matter what happens I believe that God has a purpose in that in this family and he's strengthening he's strengthening me he's, 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 he's growing me in my, in my faith the next part of this passage I've found really hard to understand Verses 9 and 10. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position 
but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wildflower. The sun rises in the scorching heat and withers the plant, and its blossoms and beauty are used destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. The poor, taking pride in their humble position. The rich, taking pride in their humiliation. The only way I could really make any sense of this It flows on to verse 12, where the, the goal here is the crown of life. If, the, um, if your priority is, if you have a lot of riches, and your priority will be to look after those riches, and to grow them, and to get more and more and more and more. Sure, some of the richest people in the world, they give stacks of money away. But does it impact them? Does it make any change? on the sort of house they live in, or the car they drive, or the food they eat, or whether they go out for dinner or not, I don't think it makes any difference at all. If you spend your whole life chasing around, trying to get richer and richer and richer and richer, looking after these resources which you've been given, well then I think you're just gonna completely miss the mark. While the while the person without resources is more aware of their fragility and hopefully that much closer to realising of their need for God. Even the pressure of trials, when the trial comes on a rich person, do they rely on God to come out of it or do they look to their own resources? Do they pull in their own lawyers to sort stuff out? Do they... If they're having trouble with people intimidating them, they just buy other people to intimidate the people back. And where if a, a person with less resources, we turn to God. God, I need you in this situation. I need you to help me. I've got no other options for you. Please, please, please help. I was a little bit reminded of... Um, of this about a time when I went to um, Bible college, I was um, I'd saved a lot of money, and I thought I was going to be okay. I went along to Bible college, and um, a few unexpected things happened, like things I should have seen but didn't look at properly, like paying Bible college fees and and, and rates notices on your house and all that sort of stuff. And before I knew it. Within a matter of weeks, all this money had gone out of my account, and I thought I had six to six months, maybe a year. I had, I didn't really have anything, and I thought I was going to get kicked out within about two weeks of Bob being in there. And then, in my state of desperateness, God put money on the table when we come home. There'd be a, a gift there on the, on, the, on the table. And then my boss, who um, wasn't very happy with me going to Bible college and had decided that um, I'm not, not really going to help you, well, he rings me up and then he wants me to come and work for him one day a week, which is it was just brilliant. And he paid me three days' wages for one day. 
and we ended up finishing that that year of Bible college with more money in the bank than what I had started with. We ended up going on a holiday over to Fraser Island with some friends and thinking, really, should I be doing this? It's in the, in the midst of God stripping me down and me realising that I can't do this. I haven't saved enough money. My resources are not deep enough. I just can't do this. And turning to him, that he, he honours that. He picks up. He meets us where we are. The goal here is perseverance. Perseverance to run its course so that you may be spiritually mature and that you may receive the crown of life. One thing that I've noticed, or another thing that I've noticed, I notice lots of little things, don't I? I always say one thing. But um, I've been a Christian now, I believe, for about 46 or 44 years, I was calculating this morning. And I've seen many great people of God, who I've considered to be great people of God, as they've gone through life, the trials have hit, whether it be, whatever, marriage split up, just vocational stuff didn't really quite work out, whether it be whatever. And they've, they've walked away. They've stopped going. Stopped coming to church. They have um, even changed faith. Remember we had a, a, a minister here at St Mary's who... Um, was a one of the one of the full-time workers and he he changed his faith. He went from being a Baptist to a Catholic. And it's just like the trials of life hit us and they cause us to struggle. And the goal here is that hopefully through persevering under trial that we can become stronger and when this stuff hits we stay there. And we stay there for the whole run. Not just for 10 years, not just for 20 years, but we're in there from, from, way to go, from go to way. Let me just read verse 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So I just want to encourage you, whatever you are going through at the moment, to look to him, to persevere. It might not seem like it makes sense at the moment, but in the long term it will. Ask for wisdom. I'll just close off in a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for just the fact that you go through all this stuff with us. We do not do it alone. That you are there, you are helping us, you're encouraging us, you're helping us to make sense of all this stuff. 
And I just pray that in the middle of it, Lord, that you help us to remember that and to honour you, to honour you in our decisions, to honour you in the way which we just do life. I pray this in your name. Amen.